Welcome back, everybody, to the 28th ever episode of the West Coast Preps Podcast. I am Chris Jackson, joined here by Gregory Morlantoon. It was a busy weekend of a lot of different action showcases throughout Vacaville to Lincoln. The good part is, though, both you and I are hydrated. Derek Stevens was not hydrated all of Saturday <laughs> at the Grit Grind Hustle Halloween Showcase there at Vacaville. Christian did not look so good. Derek, drink some water, bud. You need it. Concerned about him. I'm really concerned. I know Cassie Taylor was very concerned about him, too. He was, and she was, and I think everyone should have been concerned. Some of his uh, calls from the booth were um, questionable, I believe, is the proper word to use right there. Um, you could just call it bad. I wasn't going to go at him like that, but if you want to go at him like that, I mean, go ahead. The guy's got to drink more water. He's got to <clears> take care of himself. That was just that was poor effort. Yeah. He I mean, says he could run a 40. I don't believe him. No, he, you know no, what he, he told me? Sick. I think he told both of us that during football games when he was playing, he never drank any water. How does that work? I, like, is he okay? Is he human? <laughs> no, Derek is not human. Did you hear his calls on Saturday? <laughs> so he's a robot. No, he's not really a robot. He's like Albert Pujols, the machine. Kind of a machine, yes, sort of. <laughs> I don't know. He still wasn't looking so good without the water on Saturday. That was really bad. Too many tacos from at that taco truck. Yes, it was the tacos. Water. He had the the rib cramp. He yeah. had that rib cramp for like two and a half <laughs> hours. It just wouldn't stop. The way he would kneel down and crouch was just ugly. Derek, we all say this in love, though. We uh we appreciate you and we wish you good health. Yes, we do. We and drink water. Good health. Yeah. Well, that's to everyone. Everyone, drink some water. Yeah, stay hydrated, especially when you're playing sports. Please don't get sick. Yeah. Do not follow Derek's model. It's not also good. insert sponsor here. Drink that. We That's don't. Good. We don't have a sponsor yet, so. That's good marketing uh, right there. Gatorade, Body Armor, some new company. Um, what else is there? I mean, Aquafina. If you want to come in here, I don't like your water, but if you want to sponsor this that, segment, that, that's then... a way to get Aquafina. <laughs> you say you don't like their water. Great. I mean, let's be real here. Dasani is the best. 100%. It's usually what I get at airports, yeah? Yeah, it's always the sunny. That's by far the best water. Don't even question it. Now, if Aquafina came in, then you'd have to say Aquafina. Publicly, yes. Privately, in my head. I always, don't, I always don't have tell my them opinion. That. Don't tell them that. We may yeah. have to edit this, this portion of the podcast out. That's the great thing about West Coast Press Podcast is we don't edit it. Mostly because we don't necessarily have the time to go through every second and edit it. <laughs> no, we are at a lot of different events throughout the week, as you've all seen these first three months as a company, which, by the way, West Coast Preps is celebrating three months being officially launched. It's been a great time. We've been yeah, we've been everywhere. It's been fun. A lot of different events, a lot met of miles on the vehicles. It's been a great time. Yes. Met, met a lot of great people. Met tons of incredible people, and I, I am so excited for the next three months and the next 50 plus years after that west coast preps is here yes we are but now you know what else is here at westcoastpreps.com on monday the exclusive speed top 45 powered by west coast preps the latest five of preseason football player rankings were released monday on the website at westcoastpreps.com this time numbers 35 through 31 let's just get a quick refresher of numbers 45 through 36 before we announce this latest batch of five players Number 45 was the state champion linebacker and state championship game MVP from Clayton Valley Charter linebacker Dylan Seeley. Number 44 was one of the best rushers in all of America. 
And he's only been in high school for one complete season so far, going into a sophomore season. St. Vincent de Paul running back Kai Hall, number 43, is a Louisville commit. Tight end from Sarah, Kristen Peterson, number 42, is a great quarterback from Branham. Went to the section championship game last year. Nick Banzanza, number 41, is a guy we've seen a lot this offseason. Vacaville Christian senior athlete Jerome Leakes, number 40, actually just committed late last week, a few days after his number 40 spot was announced. Antioch defensive end Jalen Weaver committed to Nebraska. He's going to Cornhusker country. And number 39 is Monta Vista linebacker Josh Sizing. He's got a few offers, 100-plus tackles last season. Number 38, Zach Mercado. His teammates make fun of him for how much he sweats when he works out, but it works very well. 100-plus tackles last year, 20-plus tackles for loss. He's a good one. I know he's getting some college interest now. Number 37 is a Long Beach State baseball commit, but also a great football player, Shane Moran from Cardinal Newman. And number 36, a great quarterback. We just saw him this weekend at the Best Coast Showcase. Brady Hutchinson, the Akalani's quarterback. That's a heck of a 10 right there. You could build a whole team, and I think that'd be a, a winning team. State champions. For sure. State champions. Yeah. No, that's Pitt. Don't forget that. Oh, Pitt's your number one team. Pitt is number again. one. Here we go yeah. again. I'm not. I'm, we're not going to get into that right now. Maybe no, later. I, I'd rather not. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a heck of a ten list. And then the next five are now out, and they just keep getting better and better. And I just keep going through how hard this list was to make and how good all of these kids are. And I can't wait to have the next thirty come out here in the next few weeks. Yeah, number thirty-five is a great one. I've seen a couple of times this offseason. El Cerrito Jr. athlete Robert Freeman. I mean, his numbers speak for themselves. Eight picks defensively, 16 touchdowns, 1,200 all-purpose yards. The defensive player of the year in his league, and he was also first-team all-league in offense. There's not a thing that this kid cannot do. Offense, defense, he did it all, and already an Arizona State offer. And like we said earlier, probably going to get some more offers as he continues to go on his tear and hopefully 2020 will be another incredible year for him. It definitely will be, and another guy that's really produced at every level of high school, number 34, Livermore senior athlete, Eli Nuttleman. What he's done for this Livermore football program these last couple of years, bringing them from kind of the bottom of Bay Area football there to now one of the top programs in the East Bay Athletic League. It's been remarkable. First team all ball last year. I mean, you just look at his numbers, and this is absolutely ridiculous. There's no other way to put it. Insane. 120 tackles and then 28 and a half tackles for a loss with seven and a half sacks. Absolutely insane numbers. And like you said, Livermore is finally starting to win football games. I remember when we were in high school, always good games, but never quite had the winning seasons that they're having now. And it's nice to see Livermore back to their winning ways. Definitely. He's been a big reason why he's got a couple of offers. Whittier and Puget Sound are some of his offers so far. In the number 33, he hasn't been in high school for long, but you watch him, you see why he's one of the top players in his class. Number 33, Pittsburgh sophomore quarterback, Jaden Rashada. The only way to really describe him is that he's about as smooth as it gets, and you can see that he's going to be playing in college at a very high level and then at the level after that in the NFL. Yeah, we've seen him at a couple of showcases, including game fit, sack, uh, what was that, last weekend, two weekends ago, and just so smooth. He can do anything with the football he really wants to. It just he makes it look easy, which is so impressive. 
and it's going to be an exciting year and he's going to grow. Uh, he's still only a sophomore and I can't wait to see what he's going to look like in his senior season in a few years. And his offer list already includes Arizona State, Auburn, Cal, Oregon State, Utah, San Diego State, and San Jose State. San Jose State actually offered him before he even arrived in high school the summer before going into his ninth grade year. Jaden Rashada, only 129 passing yards last year, three touchdowns, but don't forget he was a freshman, and he played behind one of the best quarterbacks in the country. He was now at Oregon, Jay Butterfield. He was a four-star. Now Jaden Rashada is back in the Bay Valley Athletic League. He went to IMG Academy for a little bit, came back to this area. He's now at Pittsburgh. He's the number one dual threat quarterback in the 2023 class, and you watch him, and it's pretty easy to see why he is. Oh, yeah. It, I can't wait to see him on a field with live action. Um, I've yet to be able to see that yet, but I can't wait to see him actually throw a pass in a live game under the lights on a Friday night, and we are getting close to seeing that as we are only... what? Can we start a countdown? What are we, like 60... Four days away. Oh, that entire days. week of when the season opens up, there will be no sleep. Yes. Just like there's no sleep this week, but yeah. we will get into that yeah. later. But, yes, Jaden Rashada, number one dual-threat quarterback in 2023 class. Like you said, it's easy to see why that is. And now going into number 32. Sarah, junior athlete, Hassan Hassan. A guy who he really reminds me of actually went to Granada from Livermore. George Atkinson the third, rest in peace to George. He was a heck of an athlete at Granada football track, you name it, one of the best in the state at it, went to Notre Dame. This kid's got the same kind of style to him, just a freak of an athlete. And his offer list speaks for itself. Arizona State, Colorado, Florida Atlantic, San Jose State, and Utah State. And his resume, not just with the offers, but with his numbers and just his winning ways, say everything you need to know about this guy. It really does, and we got to see him again at Game Fit Sack a couple weekends ago. He's an athlete for sure, and he has offers from Arizona State, Colorado, Florida, Atlanta, San Jose State, and Utah State. And just a freak of an athlete, and I can't wait once again to see these guys on a field. Uh, he did win 2019 NorCal Champ, had 292 receiving yards, three touchdowns, and 400 rushing yards, so he can do it multiple ways. Yes, he can, and as you mentioned, he won at a high level the Central Coast section and Northern California titles, runner-up in the state. Then number 31, another 2023 guy from Pitt. You know what's fun, too? Pitt and Sarah play each other in the preseason. That's going to be a heck of a Friday night game. We've got some fun ones. De La Salle, St. John Bosco, Pitt, Sarah. So we already know where I'm going week one. Well, I thought you wanted to go to De La Bosco. You you have to be no, a Pitt Sarah because of your Pitt, Sarah. because of your affection for Pitt being number one. Pitt is number one. Okay, go ahead. Not not. Well, I'm not getting into this debate. Ever go in, go into their amazing sophomore. Yeah, another one. Rashid Williams, 2023. What he's done. He's already got offers from Arizona State, Arkansas, Cal, Oregon State, San Jose State, and Utah. I just talked to his head coach Victor Galley a couple weeks ago, and he said. For the first time in his 19 years as a head coach at Pittsburgh, Rasheed Williams was the first ever freshman to get playing time at the varsity level. They watched him work out, and all the guys they've had for, from Pitt throughout the years, all the guys out of that city, I think that says more than everything about Rasheed Williams. Yeah, it's, it's amazing as a freshman, 
and you got to think you're 14, maybe 15 years old going in and playing against some big guys out there. It's crazy even to think about that. But this is the one kid that could do it. Already so many offers as a sophomore. Another incredible talent in that 2023 class as they start to go on this three-year run, I believe, in the North Coast section. Dynastic run, kind of like the Warriors. Kind of like the Warriors, except for they won't blow a 3-1 lead because you can't blow 3-1 leads in football. That's true. <laughs> it's not even possible. Not even that possible. That is a great point. Like, literally, it, not even like a field goal, and, you know, there's no one points. So, literally can't do it. But the 2023 class is amazing at Pittsburgh, and they've got something special going on because they have special talent like Rasheed Williams. And he was a big part of Pittsburgh's success last year with those five touchdowns all league. As a freshman in such a tough league like the B-Vol, which has really improved throughout the years with Liberty coming on, Antioch coming on in recent years, Deer Valley's always been a good program. I mean, you just named the schools in that league, and it's getting tougher and tougher by the day. And they won their league. He was North Coast section runner-up with Pitt to De La Salle. Going to be a fun season. Not this year. Well, not this year. Okay, not Greg, again, year. the GMT guarantee. But you know what? Time to move on. I'm done having this Pitt number one, Dela number one conversation with you. Just wait for November 10th as we roll something out. Because I know what's going to happen. Yeah, you do. November 10th is going to be fun. Stay tuned for what we release that day. A couple days after what's going to be a fun one this Saturday in the Bay Area. The RVC Showcase, the Routes versus Coverage Showcase. This is, a nut, this is what we talked about is why we're not going to be sleeping all of this week. We're hard at work for this. Brandon Younger and West Coast Preps are presenting the Routes versus Coverage Showcase here over the weekend on Saturday. An all-day affair. It's a fantastic opportunity for athletes to bolster their profiles during this period in California where there's just no high school games going on compared to you're watching national television and games like Utah, Texas, the South. And unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about no games being played, but we are getting close two games being played and practices beginning with pads on but until then the rvc showcase will have combine testing one-on-one competition but what differentiates rvc is there will be a seven on seven tournament to end this showcase and man it's going to be fun as the kids will be drafted during lunch about halfway through the showcase there'll be four teams that will make up that will be made up and each team will be able to name their team which just adds even more fun and excitement to it. All en route to the trophy that you will have your name engraved with at the end of the showcase. Man, this is going to be fun. I can't wait. I will not be coaching a team because no one seems to like my two-quarterback system. Yeah, swapping every play doesn't seem like a yeah, logical thought. I, I don't really know why people don't like it. You know, Why hate on it when you don't try it? I'm just saying. But anyways, I will be jumping around out there. Chris has mentioned that he will be jumping around out there, and we have tons of amazing coaches that will be out there Saturday afternoon. Also, with daylight savings times, which is really weird seeing it dark at 5.30 again. Don't like it. Can we not have daylight savings time during 2020? But there's a positive to that this year because our 7-on-7 tournament will be under the lights. That'll be great, especially for that championship game in the 7-on-7 tournament, which that championship team will receive a trophy at the end, get their team name engraved in there for the 2020 edition. This is going to be fun. The 7-on-7 competition will be filmed and recorded 
both sides of the field that will be sent out to schools as well with this combine testing one-on-one competition everything is here just to help all of these remarkable student athletes get on to the next level especially during a time period where it's tougher for california unfortunately there's they're behind the eight ball there's no other way to really put it right now but this is going to be fun and it's great to work with brandon younger on this event always been about the most genuine dude we've met since we've started west coast preps here a few months ago and Genuine. We're just so thankful for him and so excited to work with him on this event. Yeah, I'm so excited. He's such a genuine, great guy. He's a great coach. Always has fun with his kids, energetic, but pushes them and expects, expects the best out of them. Um, and he tries to help each and every kid that he works with. And it's been amazing to start this journey, and hopefully we can continue the RVC for many years to come as this will be the one of many renditions of the routes versus coverage showcase yes it will be this is going to be a great saturday i can't wait for this stay tuned for all of the coverage we're going to be on instagram live on the west coast preps account the rvc twitter account's going to be popping all day west coast preps everything you're going to see videos and photos all day long stories after the event photos up after the event videos i mean you name the type of coverage you're going to have it from this thing here on saturday it's going to be it's going to be a historic day out here in the bay area it really will be and with no games being played, having a seven-on-seven tournament at least gives a little bit more film for these kids, which will help them dramatically. If they just need that little bit of more film to send to colleges, hopefully that this little seven-on-seven tournament and this experience will just get that little edge to maybe get them an offer. It will be. And once games do roll around, we're going to get into our final topic now. One team to watch for. I know we went into an East Bay team last week, but we've got another one to really watch for. The Livermore Cowboys. They have been really just gone. I know we mentioned it earlier with Eli Nuttleman in the top 45 player rankings. Well, Livermore has done now under... First, they had Ryan Partridge, head coach there for a little bit before he moved to Liberty. Won a state title there and is now a college assistant at Ferris State what he did at Livermore and now John Wade what he's doing the former Dublin Miramonte head coach it's unbelievable 6-5 and five last season NCS playoff appearance their first winning season in decades it's remarkable Livermore is doing big things and they've got some guys on this roster that you can see why they're winning at a high level uh, yeah they are loaded QB Sean Smith also a very smart kid 3.8 GPA the epitome of a student athlete has offers from Whittier and Lewis and Clark and I'm assuming with a good season, he's going to have a couple more rolling in here as well. Eli Nelliman, as we mentioned earlier, the top 45, just an absolute beast when it comes to defensive side of the ball. The tight end, Matthew Pulaski, just a few years ago, Livermore had a tight end, Bradley Archer, who's now at Stanford. And now Livermore has Pulaski. I don't, don't think I'm saying this right. Is it Pulaski? You've Can got you, it. You've got it. I got. Look at me. I'm I'm improving here, guys. Pulaski was quite in, DJ Uyangalele. Okay, don't need weird flex. I'm, I'm gonna flex on that name forever. Weird flex. Even, but okay. Even the ESPN broadcasters were not getting that right Saturday, <laughs> so I will flex on that. Weird flex, but okay. Now Livermore has Pulaski, who is an all-league tight end. His 2019 stats were 45 catches, 460 yards, and seven touchdowns. And he's got a few offers as well just in the last few months during this extended offseason. He's got Lake Erie College came through in October. And then you had William Jewell offered him the day before. You've got just so many different spots. Pacific. I mean, you name the schools right now. They're reaching out to this kid. Matthew Pulaski is a great tight end. He's going to be all e-ball once again this year. I can pretty much mark my words on that. But 
Not only is Livermore succeeding is at the uh, the CJ, the, there's nothing that really rolls off the tongue. No, you came up with one. What happened? What did I come up with? I don't remember the CJ something. Come on, this is your thing. See, this is why the GMT guarantee is far superior than your whatever you want to call your. What did I even come up with for it? It was like the CJ, like pack or I don't. Know. It was something terrible because, you know, Chris Jackson. Didn't was... you have some bad GMT guarantee picks recently? Did Remember I? you did have some bad ones. No, so you just San, didn't want to talk San about The San Diego one, um, I said they win if Mike Clevenger. Um, I'll play the what-if game here. No, I, that was – if you roll back the tape, that's what happened. Sorry, we are talking about Livermore High School. Let's not get into this. I just – I wanted to, I wanted to give you a chance to have your CJ – I'm not – Whatever. Well, I – it's just it's a straight up guarantee. Mark my words that Matthew Pulaski will be all e ball again. Okay. But not only is the varsity team succeeding, you look at their sub varsity levels. Quite frankly, it's amazing what they've done here recently under Coach Wade. JV went nine and one last season, with the only loss coming by one point in twenty to nineteen fashion to Amador Valley in the regular season finale. Six teams on that schedule of ten games failed to score a point against the Livermore JV squad. That's that's a defense right there. I mean, that's impressive for sure. And only two teams scored 10 or more points. Monta Vista scored 20 in the game that they still won, 27-20. And then Amador Valley scored 20 in their only loss this season. But then you look at the freshman team, and they also went 8-1 last year with their only loss coming to Vintage, 18-8 in the second game of the season. Another defensive standout. They had three shutouts with only three teams scoring 10 or more points. Vintage. Monta Vista and Amador Valley so honestly this whole program has taken a huge step up and it's exciting to see what kind of talent is going to start coming through here as there is plenty as we have already mentioned before and maybe they start going on a run here of above 500 seasons and being able to make NCS playoffs. Livermore is one of the best teams in its e-ball division now I know they're really they're hungry to get an e-ball title it's been I mean, decades on decades since they've won a league title. They're they're closing in on one here soon. Them and Water Valley are some of the top teams in their division this year. That's going to be a fun race between those two it teams. It is. And they're also, it doesn't seem like it lately, but they've had historic runs before. Uh, back in days before us, before Max Prep's era. But it is a very historical high school, and hopefully they can get back to that winning way that Livermore used to be at. It's one of the oldest high schools in the state. The oldest union high school in the state, actually. So a lot of history there at Livermore. It's been fun for them. When you get when you're winning team in varsity now and your sub-varsity levels are like that with the freshman JV teams, both each just losing one game apiece, the future's really bright there. Yes. Livermore's going to be around here for a while, so definitely stay tuned for that. But before we wrap up, Greg, i got one more question oh, for you. Every week we kind of have fun questions. So, you know what? I'm going to ask you a really fun question here right I now. I don't think I want to answer it. You don't want to answer it? I, I don't think I'm going to want to answer this, no. But who's, go ahead. Go ahead. So, who's going to be the Patriots' starting quarterback on um, November 8th? This is what you want to get into, huh? Yeah, I'm just asking. Who's going to be the starting quarterback? Because you, you, you've had some debates going on about what's happening there. Have I had debates? Yeah. Hold on. I... There's going to be a quick pause here um, because I am going to do some research here on my laptop um, before I answer your question. So if you would like to fill this time with your Raiders talk, that if hey, you the go Raiders back and won forth, the, Ra- the Raiders are four and three overall 
they just beat the crazy good Cleveland Browns. Crazy good on the on the Did road. You, you can't even put those two words together without laughing. Come on, it doesn't, hey, it doesn't matter. The Browns get out of here. Do have a winning record this season, which is the first time I think maybe in franchise history they've ever done that before in Cleveland. Ever the, since Bill Belichick was there, actually. And the, then at month, Bill the Belichick. Goat. The GOAT. <laughs> but All the right. other Raiders are a winning team. A lot of teams cannot relate to that yeah. Raiders winning record you're, and them winning. You're back to your flippy floppy. Derek Carr is the best quarterback. Derek Carr needs to get benched for Marcus Mario. Oh, I never once said he should get benched for Marcus Mario. I don't want to see Marcus Mario to play it down. Uh-huh. Anyways, we are back because I have done – I have pulled up the research I need to pull up. Let's just start with this upcoming week. Also, it's November 9th is when they play, so you need to get your stats So correct. they play Monday they play Monday, Monday, Monday night. night Football. Now, here's what's going to Why would the Patriots ever be a Monday Night Football with how bad they are this year? Because everyone loves the Patriots. No, also, they did you see Sunday Night Football last night? It was the Eagles and the Cowboys. I, Sorry, Sunday Unfortunately, night. I watched a little bit of that game early on, and it gave me a headache. Yeah, I, I, there was no reason to ever turn that game on. But let me let me get into this. Cam Newton will start Monday night, one hundred percent. Will it be his last start? And they are playing the New York Jets. So if they lose the New York Jets, then they might as well just be kicked out of the league because the New York Jets are the worst team in the history of football. I think maybe worse than the zero sixteen Lions. Let's be real here; they're awful. So they will win that game. Cam Newton will win that game, and it will be a great game. And then they go and they play Baltimore on Sunday Night Football. They will lose that game. Oh, easily. They will lose that game. They are not quite as talented, but they will have a good game, and it will be a close game. And then they play Houston. Easy win. Cam Newton will start to get back going. He's going to start running the ball better. He's going to start throwing the ball better as they continue to make practices. So what is that? They are now 4-6, and six, right? They will not lose a game the rest of the year. Look at this schedule. Is this your GMT guarantee? You want, to, you want to put a GMT I'll guarantee I'll put a GMT on guarantee. From November 22nd to January 3rd, they will not lose a game. They play Houston. Then they play Arizona. I'm not totally convinced on Arizona. I think they're a good team. But Kyler Murray versus uh, Bill Belichick defense is not going to do as what he's been able to do. And then they play the Chargers. They f- invent ways to lose every year. I literally am just so shocked because they're a good team. And then they play Thursday Night Football against the Rams. Let's be real. Super Bowl rematch. Bill Belichick's not losing that game. And then Miami, at Miami, we don't, ha- we don't have Tom Brady. We don't have Tom Brady to struggle in Miami anymore. Cam Newton doesn't struggle in Miami. Cam Newton will fumble at the goal line again. Wow. And then we have a rematch. Monday Night Football against Buffalo. Oh, you really oh, you really going to fumble against Buffalo again. You really think Bill Belichick's going to lose to Buffalo twice in He's got to play Church Stidham that game so Get Cam Newton can't fumble the game at the end. Right. So now all of a sudden we're 9 and 7. We're in the playoffs. Buffalo's probably about 9 and 7 and then it comes down to the last week. Who do we play? The New York Jets, the worst team in football to complete their 0 and 16 season. And here we are. 10 and 6, 10 wins again. Also, AFC East Division champ. How are you again. feeling this good about it after yesterday, the whole time at the Best Coast Showcase? You were just really in the feels at the end there after that Cam Newton fumble. You know, as a Patriot fan, we're not used to this position. But as a fan, you have to be confident in your team. You can't just give up on your team. I'm not going to turn around and become a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. You literally told me that as you were walking to the car That's yesterday. You were the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's exactly what he said. The Patriots are going 10 and 6, winning the AFC East because the Bills are not that good of a team. Because honestly, let's be real, they're the Buffalo Bills. They they went to three Super Bowls and lost every single one. 
That's just that's the Bills franchise. They find ways to lose. They're like the Chargers. So yeah. Also, I just want to point out the Patriots beat the Las Vegas Raiders. That, that, that so, was that was that was before Cam Newton really started struggling. The Patriots had their couple week little you know celebration when they got Cam Newton. They're thinking we're going to take over the league. They look good. That was right before the Raiders really found their identity too. And John Gruden realized he had a super team on his hands, and now the Raiders super team. They are. If, I mean, if they use Henry Ruggs more than they are a super team. Oh, so now all of a sudden they're. Super team. Well, if they use Henry Ruggs more. Aren't they, what's their record right now? Four and three. Better than the Patriots. No, you're right. It's, they're better than the Patriots. Um, but let's be real here. Are they better than the Patriots? Oh, because head-to-head, yeah, um, one okay, team won, so, one team So lost. who beat the defending Super Bowl champs? That's right. The Las Vegas Raiders. Nobody can relate to that. Nobody in the NFL can relate to this right now. The Raiders did we beat the We have beat Chiefs. them multiple times. Not this season. If we had Cam Newton that week, we beat them. Let's be real here. 100% we beat him. Now Cam Newton would have had a costly turnover or gone three and out in the final possession to lose that game. Wow. You're See, here's the problem. You're very negative. No, you, you, You're you, being you, very you negative. You told me this yesterday. You're thinking Cam Newton's either going to have a three and out to end that game or something really bad's going to happen. And what happened? He fumbled nope. the ball away. Nope. I, you're just putting words in my mouth. You're telling lies to the national audience that we have right now. No, I, I am not. This is, this is a false accusation. Directed towards me, but well, Cam Newton. Cam Newton's actually going to be the starter the rest of the year. That's what you're thinking. Yes, Cam Newton is a starting quarterback, and he will continue to be the starting quarterback. Obviously, Jared Stidham has not impressed Bill Belichick enough. Because if he impressed Bill Belichick enough, Cam Newton would not have started this week. Let's be real here. He has, Cam Newton has struggled. Has struggled throwing the ball. He needs to work on his mechanics. But that's the great thing about Bill Belichick coach teams is that they get better as the year goes on. And you look at that schedule the last seven, eight weeks, it's a fairly easy schedule. You play the Jets twice, that's two wins guaranteed. We're not losing the Bills twice. That's a guaranteed win. Miami, come on, it's Miami. They always blow it at the end. Just saying. Houston, they're not very good this year. The one game that I think we will lose is Baltimore. I don't think we're at the point to beat a Baltimore team. But next week, we're going to dominate because it's the Jets, and we're going to get back on track. So how far are the Patriots going in the playoffs then? I can't predict that right now. That's something I can't predict. We need to see how these next eight weeks will No, just make, just make just make some wild – it doesn't have to be a GMT guarantee. Just make some wild thought, some wild prediction. Wild thought. I'm a, I'm a fan. That means I'm a fanatic of the Patriots. Patriots are not winning the Super Patriots Bowl. Patriots are winning the Super Bowl. That is, is that what you want me to say? They are not winning the Super Bowl. Because that's what I'm going to continue to say because I'm a fan. They're it's not. It's going to be Patriots, Bucks in the Super Bowl, and then we're going to just trounce Tom Brady. That's what I want to see. Wow. The Patriots are going to beat your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then you're going to be a Tampa Patriots fan again after that game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are not my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You need to shut your face when it comes to the Saints, that sort of stuff. Hey, you said it yesterday in the car or the parking lot after the Best Coast Showcase. That's all I'm going to say. That is um, incorrect. You're saying lies to this national audience right now. I'm not sure why you're laughing. I was very upset after the game. I'm not sure how you fumble the ball with 30 seconds left when you're in field goal range. That is... That's a very stupid mistake, but he made the mistake. We're going to fix it. We're going to come back, and we're going to run the table. Well, we will definitely see about that, but 
until our next episode rolls out here stay just stay tuned to some of our recent podcasts we've had we had cassie taylor the academic advisor and teaching extraordinaire joined us last week great life story about how she overcame some early obstacles to become honestly the best at her job in the region and the country and what she does working with vacaville christian kt prep bt thompson being a teacher now jesse bethel as well working with all these remarkable students and student athletes and then we've got a fun one too coming up miramonte's basketball coach chris lavdiotis will join us for friday's edition of the west coast preps podcast for episode number 29 but until then follow all of our work on social media at west coast preps underscore subscribe to our youtube page and check out all of our work and stories and photos at westcoastpreps.com i'm gone I'm gone, yeah, yeah.